Everything's yeah. on, everything's going, right? Everything's good. Oh, I love it. So what's going on, dude? Shit, you know, it's been a couple weeks. We've been so busy with like interviews and, and working our, our regular stuff that we haven't actually like caught up. It's, I know. I, lo- I actually kind of like when this happens. I feel like we get like better podcasts because it's not just like... It's this space between. Yeah. We we just had so much, so much going on, you know. Uh, disastrous stuff that you have to, you know, yeah. take the and turn typical, into positive. Typical entrepreneurial yeah. obstacles. <laughs> Literally every day is like, what, what, what disaster are we dealing with today that we can overcome and become better from, <laughs> you know? Um, so... Welcome to AA for Entrepreneurs. <laughs> exactly. I was just gonna. I was just gonna say. I don't want to interrupt you, but we totally forgot the intro. We did. Uh, That's all right, though. I wanted to say thank you to you guys and girls watching and listening. We surpassed 400 plays on the podcast channel, which is huge. That is huge. Uh, if if you guys have been listening to the podcast, I'm sure you've noticed, but we did get some uh, sponsorship from Flipboard and from Anchor, the app that we use to create all of our podcasts, at least the audio. Um, Let's talk about that for a second. How awesome is it to have Anchor? Anchor is... They make it so con- they make it so convenient. We literally started our podcast with just a phone because yeah. of Anchor. You know, like, they, they have so many good features to not only create your podcast, but also publish it everywhere. Like, we're on, we're on everywhere, literally anywhere you can have a podcast, and it's free. Right. It, with no extra work. You yeah. kind of just, you do it. They give you so many, like, options to yep. to put some, like, sound in the background if you want to make it better. But, like, just the, the simplicity and the ease of using it. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a podcast without it. No, same. And uh, it's actually been kind of cool because I left them a review. Because when we first started Anchor, I believe it was a pretty new app. Um, and they didn't even have they didn't have the option to edit your audio at all. And I remember putting it in the thing like, man, I love this app so much, but it would be really cool if I could edit my audio straight from the app. Two weeks later, boom, editing of audio, and I'm like, that's the Thank best. You. That's <laughs> the, when, when a company listens, yep. That I mean, big big great things. Like they're not gonna stop here. No. Then that's. I'm excited. I'm excited to see. And a big shout out to Gary V because he's who put me onto that. Anchor. Yeah. So yeah, he was the one that brought it up, and I was like, "Oh, let me check this out." He, he always says, "Start a podcast, just do it." And I'm uh-huh. like, "Well, how?" And there he, you go. It's this funny that Gary was actually the one who turned me on to Medium. Oh, yeah. And yep. that's Medium is kind of like Anchor, but for blogging. So you don't need a website; you just host it through through medium and that's where you, you made that blog post about the token dead interview yeah exactly Dude, they make you it are, so simple if you're listening or watching go to one of our pages we both shared it this guy wrote an incredible blog on episode 14 with the, with the token dead where we were talking about amc and everything just incredible, dude. Like it was an it was an incredible interview. Yeah, this photo. Definitely, I, I don't even know how you organized it like that because it's it's very hard to kind of like reel in the token dead and get them to like stay, yeah. you know, like in one subject in one pocket, like all over the place. And you you organized all the thoughts, all the random thoughts and everything into like just the per. I feel like it was the perfect length. Like it wasn't too long of a read. It wasn't too short. It was just perfectly detailed like I can't I can't say enough good things about it dude like hell yeah I appreciate that means a lot to me thanks I put a lot of work into it but I know you do I like uh, the the thing I really wanted to do was was the length I wanted to keep it like 500 words and I ended up doing that I, I cut some things out naturally just mm-hmm. to kind of keep keep the flow but yeah. yeah it was 
it's it's their story. Yep. And it would it would mean the world to us and them if you were to check out if you know somebody that's been affected by bullying. It it, it can be as in school if you've been affected by bullying in school. If you were picked on because maybe you were smaller or if the other people had more power than you. This is what's going on today in this world right now, and it's just being ignored yep. because because people can get away with it, and they have been getting away with it for so long. Yeah, and in case you missed it, just to kind of wrap it up a little bit, AMC and The Walking Dead is sending letters and all this other stuff to The Walking, to The Toking Dead, um, just basically trying to bully them into shutting down their patent, and you know, like we talked about in the last episode, there's over 40 businesses that have abandoned their trademark. Not only that, but there's, uh, I believe, 13 businesses they have depositions or oppositions, I'm not sure which word it is, with. So they're they're going to war with a bunch of people right now, and it's just not good, man. Like, they're not affecting, they're they're making claims like it's affecting their business, and it's just just not. It's just not. They're just trying to monopolize. Very much. And I spoke spoke with Jeff um, this morning. And he told me at the phone interview, we're going to go through it on another podcast. But briefly, they're getting scared. They're getting scared with the... Monopolizing. With the, with the monopolization. As soon as you start throwing words a, like that out, thing, and the like, Sherman Ooh. Act, and you start, you start throwing stuff out that they're like... Oh, shit. Yeah, they know about is, this? That's true. Yeah, this Holy, is... Uh, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> we need to go back to the drawing board because we're actually... We're playing... We're fighting in a war with an opponent that is equally matched. Yeah, yeah, very much so. We might not, they might not have the money and they might not even have a, they don't have a lawyer, you know, but they have enough support and enough smarts. And And enough heart. Yeah, that's what it takes, man. Like you just, you have to be bigger than the people trying to bully you. And this is like, you know, it's it's something that I'm glad you and I are kind of on the same page about it because obviously it's more scary for the Toking Dead to kind of go to war with the AMC. Yeah. But for us, we have no agenda for it, you know, like we're literally just putting it out there. We're, so like we can kind of say the things that we feel about it that maybe they feel too and just can't say, you know. Yeah. Um, we're taking a journalistic approach of the whole thing. Yeah. And it's when when you tied it all back into bullying and everything, it really made like a lot of sense and, you know, really like hit home like that's really what they're doing. Like they're just trying to use their power and squash all the little guys. Yeah. Like, get out of here! Get out of here! Get out of here! Like, and I think eventually, when this gets out to enough people, that the Toking Dead it will be able to team up with those forty plus that have abandoned their trademarks and those thirteen people that they have oppositions with. Yeah, that's a lot of people coming together against AMC. You know, right. and are are fighting for the cause. Not because it's not they're not anti AMC. We I I am a Walking Dead fan. I've watched the show, I'm, I'm caught up, I've always watched the show, you know, it's one of my favorite shows. I mean, I'm not too happy about some of the storylines they've done because they don't want to pay actors, so they just kill them all, <laughs> you know, but that's business, you know. Yeah. I have nothing personally against them, I just think that what they're doing to the Token Dead is completely and utterly wrong, you know. Yeah. So, the, uh, the phone call went pretty good. It was quick. They said it was like a 15-minute phone call, the uh, the pre-discovery hearing. And basically, they just... Uh, they said it was a waste of time. Yeah, basically. And But found out that the USPTO, the, the trademark office attorney, 
basically has no jurisdiction in the matter. So it really like didn't matter, you know, like they have to right. they have to bump it up to the Federal Trade Commission. That's who you have to go to to come after the Talking Dead now. And the thing about it is they're, they're not going to be able to get them to shut down the trademark. It's been approved. Like, it's, it's not going anywhere. No. And they're not going anywhere. And that's basically the moral of their whole story. Like, you guys picked the wrong ones. Yeah. <laughs> we're a bunch of, we're a couple su- uh, stubborn dudes from Massachusetts, <laughs> you know, right. who have worked in construction our whole lives and just don't have a problem telling people to F off, yeah. <laughs> you know? They're, they're digging in their heels. They're in this one for the long run. Very much so. I'm happy to... I'm happy to see where they're going and, you know, super happy to help them, you know, spread their message. And uh, they'll be with me at the Harvest Cup this Saturday from, I don't know if this will be out before them. I'm trying to figure out all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a big day for you. It's going to be huge. I'm literally going to leave the house at like 7.30. I probably won't get home till like 8 p.m. The night before that, they're doing a launch party with all the vendors and everything, too, okay. in Worcester, too. So, yeah. So I gotta go to Worcester Friday, Saturday, and probably Sunday too. Sunday might be. I think I'm thinking Saturday. I'm gonna work the entire day, and then Sunday is gonna be like my enjoy my time there, talk to vendors like outside of business, like just casual. Yeah, like, but not too long. I I, I recently saw this thing from Chris Collins, who Business Outlaws, one of the hosts, uh, and he says that sometimes people make themselves appear way less important than they are by just hanging around. You know, you want to get into somewhere, choose your words wisely, and leave. Always be moving. Don't even say goodbye. Literally. Like, leave them wondering about you when you leave. Say something and do something that sticks in their mind so much that when you walk away and you don't say bye, they're going to reach out to you. You know, you're just, it's making a bigger impact. So that's something I'm actually going to try Friday night for the launch party. Yeah. Because instead of just hanging around by the wall with a drink or smoking with people or whatever, like I'm gonna get in there, mingle a little bit. With, yeah. I'm bringing Courtney with me, and then out. Now, do you have a, a list of kind of questions that you plan on asking everybody, or like an itinerary yep. that you have for the day? So I actually, uh, we were talking about this a couple podcasts ago, how I was preparing for Harvest Cup differently than I prepared for the Sensi Night. So uh, Sensi Night just kind of went in there on a whim and talked to businesses and figured out as I went. Ended up with four interviews. This time, I already have 11 businesses all set up. I know their booth numbers. I sent them the questions I'm gonna ask them so they can kind of prepare mentally in their head. Yeah. And I also reached out to all of them and said, hey, you need help setting up in the morning? Like Saturday morning, I'll help you set up so we can get done quicker. Then shoot the interview before everybody gets there. Bada bing, bada boom. I get rid of like three of the interviews before the event even starts. Right. The other people I've talked to, I made sure that they had help. They had people at their booth and everything, so I could pull them aside for a five to ten minute interview and not hurt their business, you know. So it, it's just gonna be, it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be a fun time. It's gonna be amazing. And that's that's the whole thing with what people try to do when they start their own business is they want to do something that they enjoy because yep. that's that's the dream. Yep is finding something that you enjoy and then eventually make it so that you get paid. Exactly. And that's, that's what Adam's doing right now. It's so inspiring. Thank you. Thank it's you. Good, it's, good to, it's good to see. It's, it's not easy learning all this stuff. Like, no, luckily, hard. I've been in music and, and marketing my music for so long that like some of it's pretty natural. 
But the video editing is definitely something new. Yeah. And, you know, we're getting into Twitch streaming and all that stuff, too. Eventually, this stuff's all just going to become second nature to me. You know? It, it almost is, kind of. And now I'm like, okay, I know how to do this. How can I make it more efficient? Hmm. I think, I think if there was, like, three or four necessary skills that every, every business person should know, it's how, how to edit video. Because with, with the internet and with the, things, the way that things are today, if you can edit video, you can start a blog, you can, do, you can do so much and just really push content out into the universe. Another thing is, that is important is writing because that's another form of communication. I guess it really all boils down to communication, yeah. how to communicate with people. Yeah, and this is, this is something, um, who was I talking about with this the other day? Oh, uh, Jeff from, from Cannabis Growers Association. I was, I was saying, uh, we were talking about tagging and stuff like that on Facebook, yeah. and he was wondering why I just kind of go with like a two-sentence approach when I post something with no tags, no nothing, no link. And I'm like, because the more links you put, the more Facebook limits your reach. Yeah, they mute it. Yep. The more you tag people, the more they limit your reach. The longer your, your description of whatever you post or the longer your status, Facebook limits your reach. You know? So it's just trying to be smarter than right. the social media. Instead of complaining, like a lot of people tend to do with social media, unfortunately, yeah. you figure out the solution around it. And that's... That's basically like where I'm finding my, my niche right now. It's just like, I feel like I've always figured my way around it. You know, like uh -huh. back in the day with Facebook, you could invite all 2,000 people from your Facebook with one click and you're gonna automatically, if 10% 10, 10 of those people click like, which it literally takes a click, you're gonna get 250 likes like that. And they don't want that. They want you to earn your likes and everything, you know? Right, so, just, so people don't get spammed. Exactly. Which, I mean, if you're on my Facebook, you're going to get invites to my like page. Sorry. <laughs> you know, like, I think that the pages I have can bring value to, like, everybody, you know. So it almost does people a disservice not to like it. Right. You know, and there's just, there's so much going on right now. Just so much. And it's all day. Literally. All day, all night. Like, this past week and a half, two weeks has been literally like go, 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 work until like 11 p.m., midnight, like starting at 6 or 7 in the morning. Yeah. Exhausted, but waking up in the morning like, let's do it again, let's go. You know, it's routine. <laughs> yeah. The people say that's the, that's the most important thing is to establish a routine. Mm -hmm. And once you do that, the, what happens to me all the time is uh, ruts where you fall into spells of laziness, where you like literally like, oh, I, I know I need to do things, but it's the last thing mm -hmm. that I want to do. And every time that that happens, it's finding a routine, even if it's just making a list. What are you going to do when you first get up in the morning? Or when you first doing some push-ups, like get home that work. <laughs> yes, Literally exactly. anything to refocus your mind, basically. Yeah, and then that kind of resets the whole control-alt-delete to mm -hmm. your brain. And it, and it, each victory leads to the next. And then before you know it, you're working from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed. You're not tired. You feel energized. You feel good. You feel accomplished. And that just compounds and snowballs onto the next day. Yeah. That's, that's, I think that's one of the biggest things with 
with people entrepreneurs momentum yes they lose the momentum and it's hard to get it back yep. you know what I was actually there's so many different things that you can do to, to find that momentum again if you're if you're listening now and you have a technique on how to get momentum leave it in the comments let, let us know your tactic and so that it might actually help other people yeah I feel like uh, and this has been kind of a recurring theme the past few weeks People are very scared to, to share ideas and you know methodology with people because they, they're scared they're gonna like steal it and do something with it. Don't be scared. Like just share your ideas. Like obviously, yeah, there are some ideas you have to protect and you have to only tell certain people. Like there's ideas I only tell you that I would never tell you know one of my other friends. You know, yeah. Because one, you get Facebook. it. Yeah. Exactly. One, you get it. You get where my mind is at with everything entrepreneurial, so I can talk to you about it. Yeah. And then two, I know you're not going to steal my ideas. It's just, it feels, it feels safe, you know? Like, and even if you did, it wouldn't be stealing. You'd be like, hey, I want to do this. Let me add on to your idea, you know? Like, yeah. that's just the type of person like you're a, on. a collab. Yeah. <laughs> the Illus collab of 2018. <laughs> right, AAFE. But, uh... But yeah, but like with like recipes, I let people, um, like at work, this woman made like this incredible like chocolate cake. Mm. I'm like, wow, what's what's your secret? That is absolutely incredible. She's like, no, it's a family family recipe. It's secret. And I'm just thinking, well, why would you do that? Why why wouldn't you want the world to it to know your recipe? Mm-hmm. Like it to make it live for yeah. eternity instead of hiding it. hiding it until it eventually crumbles into nothing. And that's the problem uh, with a lot of people, you know, yeah. just, they have all these ideas and then they, they try to do something with it and can't, and then that idea goes away forever and nobody, awesome. nobody did it, you know, like nobody succeeded at it. So I, 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 I'll say this a million times again, I'll give out basically any idea I have. A lot of the ideas I have are not even for me, so why would I keep them? Right. You know, like I'm constantly thinking about how I can help other businesses. And that idea has sometimes also helped me. You know? Yeah. It's like it keeps the it keeps the brain sharp. Jab, 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 right hook. The more you <laughs> jab, the it. more easy the right hook becomes, you know? It's it's incredible. It's uh I feel like part of being an entrepreneur is just like being patient, you know. And the other part is just being able to get past anything catastrophic. I agree. It builds resistance. It does. And in that moment of catastrophe, you might feel like you want to punch something or scream or quit, but just don't. Just get through whatever you're, you're, you're faced with, and it will lead to better things. Yeah, you know, exactly. If, re- you, if you really need to punch something, though, just do get it. it back. Get it back. Yeah, come to Striking Beauties. We got we got bags here. You know? I'll do the subliminal advertising for you. I don't care. This place is great. <laughs> Good. Get the frustration out and then go back to it. And then come do a meditation class with Andy right after that too. Oh, peace. Board, the board is covered. Yep. Come work out. Beat things. Like get your anger out. Sometimes you get like so front, or at least sometimes I get so frustrated and and tired. I mean, you've been working for six hours. Sometimes you just need to take yeah. a break yeah. you know even like you may have a deadline in in that case you kind of have to plow ahead yeah but most of the time life is lenient yeah 
that you can step away, take a nap, yep. go for a run, do something, get your mind off it. Do something that you want, that you think is fun. Say, okay, have yourself that angel and the devil, right? You have in your head, you've got a conversation going on. Say, okay, I've got to get this done. I've got to get this done and this done, but I don't want to. I really would rather do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. So the best thing to do is say, okay, I'll do what you want to do, left side of the brain. So I'll do that first, but I'm going to reward it in favor by doing this. So give yourself rewards. That's, for- a, that's a really good way to get through, because even you know, being an entrepreneur, there's still going to be tasks you don't love doing. Right. And the way to get through those is like you're saying, reward yourself, reward your brain. You know, even if it's like, okay, we're going to get through this task and we're going to get to watch one episode of this 30-minute show. You know, just something to get your brain away from everything because, yeah. you know, it is, it is good to have mental breaks once in a while. Yeah, because otherwise I've found that, like, sometimes you, when you fill up your plate to the max where you've got, like, mashed potatoes and peas leaping off the plate, it's too much. Yeah. You, get, you get so full and then you, you don't want to eat anymore. Yeah. But if you tone it back... If you tone it back and kind of like give yourself some space, yeah. then you're less likely to fall off the wagon. Yep. You know what I mean? Listen, there's nobody in our lives that tells us, hey, you got a 15-minute break. Hey, make sure to take your lunch. Hey, you know? Yeah. Like a lot of the times with us, um, and I'm, I'm saying I'm pretty sure this is with you too, I just get so wrapped up in work that I end up working for like six, seven, eight hours straight. And I'm like, oh shit, I've worked for eight hours straight. I guess I should probably like take a break and go make coffee or you know something, anything to just kind of break up the, the work a little bit and then just right. get right, right back into it. You know, going back to catastrophes, I had a, quite the catastrophe this past week. Uh-huh. Uh, so I rent space basically to grow cannabis, all legal. I have, you know, I only keep. Uh, max of 10 plants in, in my rooms at, at a time. Um, for a few months, one of the hosts of my room has been complaining about water bill. You know, yeah. mind you, I pay any electric I put on there and I pay her a rent to be there. I'm not adding anything on the water bill. So while I may use eight to 10 gallons of water a week, in some weeks I don't use any, because I, I like to refill at the 25 cent stations because it's cheap and it's cleaner it's like, water. It's like potable. Yeah, exactly. So she, I, I paid her for a crop two weeks early and uh, she texted me asking me if we could re, reconfigure the money that's going into it um, because she feels like she's losing money. Now, mind you, before I was able to pay for any kind of crops or anything, I was paying for the electric bill. I would give them basically any amount of weed they want. You know, like, I'm not going to be stingy. I'm at your place. I can't pay you rent right now. Yeah. So, they've never lost a dime. A dime. It costed me about $6,000 to build everything because I built subfloors, drywalls, frames, all the venting, ducting, all of it, like did it all me, myself, maybe like an hour worth of help from her boyfriend out of 80 or 120 hours of work, you know? Yeah. Um, I also, so 
basically, I've, I've spent about $10,000 on, on that room this year. I haven't even begun to catch up on that, which is fine. You know, like this is, I need to learn how to grow. I think it was like an, an important catalyst to like, it's a step, 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 step thing. Um, she basically told me to get the fuck out of her house when I told her that I'm the only one losing out on money. Uh, which, you know, caused me to snap back at her as, as happens, you know, when you have months of frustration building up. Yeah. It's, it's important to talk to people about your frustrations, which is like one of the things I'm glad I talked to you about, like the Hunter Media, Hunter's Own Media thing, because it got it off my chest and I'm able to think about it more, which is definitely something I want to talk about. But It's kind of like leaking the air out right. before it blows up. And, you know, it got to the point where she was just calling me a deadbeat dad and oh, told me man. to kill myself, like Jesus. knowing that I almost committed Brutal. suicide five years ago and like it, she, she knows a lot about me, you know, like yeah. I considered her a friend. I thought she was a friend. And so I, in, I, I had plants in flower, deep in a flower, they're six weeks into flower, six weeks and three days. And uh, I made the conscious decision that happened December 7th. I had my son that weekend, so obviously I couldn't do anything. Monday morning hit, well, Monday night, because they made me wait till they were home, even though I always go to their house when they're not there and nothing's ever affected. Um, I shut everything down. I, I cut cut down the three plants. They told me I could keep them there till the end of the cycle, and I was just like, mm, I'm, I'm done. I don't trust you. I just paid you over $1,000 and yeah. early before anything was done and you won't give me any of that back even though you're making me leave basically. So in the moment, it was, it was heartbreaking, heart-wrenching even. Like I have these plants that are better looking than any plant I've ever had and I gotta cut them down early. Luckily, I don't think it's gonna be too much of a loss. Um, I'm probably gonna turn it into like FICO or something that I could donate to somebody that has cancer. Right. Yeah. And so I'm not going to be at a complete loss because I'll still help somebody with it. And I didn't lose any of my veg plants and I got all my lights out and everything. And now I'm moving on. But what an obstacle. I mean, that's... I li it literally took me like two days of work, you know, that I... I ten I, grand. Yeah. And, and ten grand just lost. And this is, this is the second time it's happened with growing where I've lost a lot of money. Uh, the other time was last year growing outdoors and it, it just, the hurricane for like a week straight destroyed my whole crop Yeah. and I got robbed for the rest. So it's been, you know, a rough go, but I think these are tests. I think they certainly are. These, you know, Courtney was telling me that, you know, maybe this is a sign to, that growing isn't, isn't my, my, my thing. And I said, I don't feel that way at all. I feel like this is a test to make sure I'm 100% I'm serious about everything I'm doing. And I feel like this is a test to make sure that I have conviction in what I'm doing. You know, like I'm not, I could easily, easily go get a job as a manager somebody, somewhere making 80,000 a year. I'm not gonna be happy. No. This or not. So miserable. in my mind, I would rather be broke a little bit, even though I have a baby coming in a month, literally. Yeah. You know, I'd rather struggle a little bit and be broke a little bit to have the rest of our life be good and be happier and you know um it's just i feel like this this whole situation like maybe somewhere out there someone out there needs to hear that like maybe you're going through something 
horrible and you've lost thousands of dollars and you just lost friends and people or people you considered friends and and you had to put in more work to even end it you know but just don't give up like I'm still here I'm not going anywhere nobody can stop me basically that's how I feel I'm not doing anything illegal so the federal nobody in the feds can't stop me because they have no reason to and nobody else has the power to make me stop ever like this is this is me, and I'm stubborn as hell. Yeah, you're not hurting anybody. Exactly, exactly. So, you know... When you fall, you got to stand up. And that's the whole thing. Sometimes it takes longer to stand up. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you get right back up. Yeah. I would, I would have never thought that we'd be sitting here right now, and I would, I would tell you that my, one of my spots is shut down. I was like, wasn't expecting that. Literally, she was perfectly fine and happy, and then I leave, and she's not happy. Yeah. After she just got paid money just doesn't it just sounds it's just greed you know and mm-hmm. and don't be greedy people if you she's 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 honestly it's stupid she's dumb she's dumb because i am going somewhere with this eventually i'm going to have enough money in some some area to be able to have my own grow operation for dispensaries and everything cuz i personally don't think any of these dispensaries are doing the right thing <laughs> like i've been i have my i heard i saw that you got some with bad reviews and bad stuff from locals, yeah. local places. Yeah, I mean, I, shame. I'm a mar- uh, medical marijuana patient for Massachusetts. Yeah. Um, when I first got my card, I went around to all the different dispensaries and tried them out, the medical ones, you know. I probably found three good ones out of probably like 20 that we found. Those three good ones, in my opinion, Still don't have shit on the local growers that I know that grow great cannabis. One of the things that bothered me recently, and this bothered me because they just opened a recreational shop, um, Alternative Therapy Group, I think it's called, in Salem. They were the first medical dispensary to open in Massachusetts, a few, I think 2012. So in my mind, I was thinking, they're gonna be the best. Like they were the first ones open. Let me go try out their stuff. We were in Salem to renew my card, so we went there. I got four different strains. Got a couple pre rolls. Got home and was smoking uh, a chronic. That was the strain. I was super excited about it. I was like, oh, I want to smoke some chronic. Let's go. Got about two puffs in. Looked down at the black ash. It was like, I taste whatever nutrients they're using. Ugh. They didn't flush it out. They did something just completely and utterly wrong and uh, ended up throwing away the joint and giving away the other stuff to my friends. Like, you guys want this? Like, I think it's personally trash and you could probably taste the newts and it's not going to be good, but you're not as much of a weed snob as me. Maybe you'll enjoy it. Yeah. And they they liked it because they just don't know what, you know, yeah, why I mean, it's you've bad. Got, you've got quite the palate. You've been doing this for a while. It's like wine tasting, you know? <laughs> exactly what it is. Yep. I'm surprised there aren't more shows Dude. on YouTube like that. That might be an idea. You can have Weed it. tasting. <laughs> 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 you know, just... It yeah. kind of goes hand in hand with the, uh, the, uh, the daily briefing, the string of the day, which I'm still trying to figure out. Yeah, it's, uh, it is hard. It is very it's hard. A, it's kind of, it seems like... Uh, Alexa's uh, flash briefings are similar to starting up on Twitch. Yeah. It's almost like, I, and I start to think, like, are they purposefully making it hard? Probably. So that 
only the, out the, the lazy. really dedicated. Or maybe not lazy, but the, the really dedicated people. It's like a, having a forest. The strongest trees get the light. Yep. So I mean, is that what they're doing? Because there's gotta be easier ways. <laughs> yeah, to, I mean, have a, Twitch a streaming. Flash briefing. I went over uh, a cashier's house for a night, you know, one last night before the baby comes. I get to go hang out with my friend for a night. Uh huh. And he's been Twitch streaming, which I actually have to correct. If you watched on on our second to last podcast, uh, I said his his Twitch username was uh, official cashier. It's King Cashier, K A S H A R. Um, which basically we're trying to get him to the 50 follower goal. Getting him to 50 followers will mean that he's an affiliate of Twitch and he can start getting paid. Wow, which just is 50. Just 50. That's but it's hard to get 50. Yeah. I mean, he's been doing it for a few weeks now, mostly testing, you know, getting everything set up. But his setup yeah. is sick. What's his content? Um, video gaming. He, he plays Call of Duty and, and plays Fortnite. Um, I'm, 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 I'm in his ear planting a lot of seeds about other content he could do within that. Yeah. And he really inspired me to get my channel started, which I got, you know, the What Did Adam Say Twitch all started up now. Um, streaming podcasts and stuff like that. I'm going to be cool. probably live streaming on Saturday for my channel. Um, and just playing with it, you know. One of the, one of the programs uh, within Twitch that you have to use to be able to live stream to Twitch can also be used to make this whole process easier you know we could plug all the cameras in and then I have buttons over here that switch the camera angle for us like if wow. you're watching all these all these different like camera angle switches like this is post you know post production if I can yeah. do that while we're recording and connect the audio to the cameras now I have to do no post work that's amazing now I spend that five six hours picking that, apart clips having having a something that does that for you that's like having anchor yep publish all of it yep. all of the podcasts for you it just saves so much time and the only reason i'm not talking about what program it is yet is because i want to play with it make sure it's, it's the right up. fit as soon as i know what it is i'll let you guys know um just because there's a lot of different ones so just i don't want to contradict myself saying i just throw ideas out there and everything and then not tell them what platform it is but yeah very, it's it's going to be very important for us, and I think that's going to be like the next step. Um, after next week, we might be able to play around with it a little more. Cool, for sure. Yeah, I mean, we, honestly, we've got we're in a rush. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm right now. I got this dialed down to about. It takes us about two hours usually to set up, shoot, and it usually takes me about five hours to edit the video and everything. So to me, a full eight-hour day to have a podcast a week. I'm fine with, you know? And it's something that you enjoy doing. Very much like this so. Is, this is fun. Yeah. yeah. Setting up, whatever. Coming to just coming to, talk coming to, to my friend, you know? Right. Doesn't doesn't feel like work, so. Yeah. So uh, what, have, what have you been up to? I feel like I've talked about me this whole time. Um, well, I've started a, a, a new routine, because I did kind of fall into a rut, a, rut, a, a trough, where I'm kind of like, all right, I know I need to get things done, but like, Where's the motivation? So the first thing that I really did is what, what works for me is I tell myself, okay, I'm going to do this. And this month I quit music. So listening, quit listening to music. Hmm. Uh -huh. I stopped listening to music at work. I stopped listening to music in the car. The only exception is when I teach a, a, a class. Yeah. Well, I'll have music in the background. 
Um, yeah, you gotta have that beat to go to. Yeah, and if it's stuff. if like I'm in the car with somebody else and they're listening to music, I'm not gonna say, "Hey, listen, no music." Yeah, like secretly, like yeah. yes. <laughs> so, so what I've been doing is just listening to audiobooks. Yep. I've I've read or listened to four audiobooks in the time it would normally have taken me in podcasts. Podcasts are are good good too, and um, kind of sticking to that has inspired me to, it actually turned me on to Jordan Peterson's work. And he's got, he's a, he's a Canadian uh, psychologist. And what he is really big on is routine. And when you find a routine, again, like we talked about it earlier in the podcast, it kind of, it's good for the brain. It's yeah. good for the mind and, okay, this is what we're doing. Stresses the brain out so, less, so it can like function and think about other things. Yeah, it's like set, you know, like the back of your hand. Yep. Like, okay, this is what I'm doing now. This is what I'm doing next, and then, okay, now Discipline, I have. Discipline. Going back to your point a few podcasts ago. Yeah. So I I did that, and that led to me building a routine. So I built a routine mm. where every morning I go I go for a, about an hour, sometimes like two hour workout, mm. and then I'll have a uh, a comedy exercise which kind of just strains the brain to think a little bit differently. Yeah. And then I have a, uh, a journal writing exercise, my daily journal. Yeah. And then by, by the time all of that is done, it's like noon, I eat lunch, and then it's, it's either go to work, drive, drive to work, mm-hmm. or work in the sense of getting a blog post done. Are you still doing 24 hours a week? Yeah. Cool. Yep. So that, I'm going to be doing that for a while. Good. I imagine. I hope. I still hope to be done by thirty. I've still got a couple of years, but a lot can happen. Don't in two hope. Years. Just speak it into existence. You're yeah. gonna be done Just by go. thirty. I'm You're gonna, gonna be done by thirty. Gonna but, quit but by thirty. If you do reach thirty and it happens, you'll be done by thirty-one. Yeah. Or thirty-two. <laughs> Just keep pushing it. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you don't fail because it didn't happen by thirty. It reminds me of a uh, quote by Charles Bukowski. He says, "If I don't make it as a writer by the time I'm fifty, then I'll just give." Give myself ten more years. Yep. That's Try by sixteen. So I've been doing I've been doing that a lot, and uh, I've also been allocating time in my day to learn something new, something that I'm just interested in. So I learned how to splice rope, and basically what that means is taking one strand of rope, taking one end, and weaving it into the middle of the rope, so you make a loop at the end. And what I realized with what you could do with that is you could hang that from a pull-up bar and do pull-ups with that rope. So that really trains the grip strength yep. on how to climb a rope. And I thought it was brilliant, by the way. <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> Thanks. As soon as I saw it, I was like, you got something. So just like the, the, the whole point of learning something new, and this is all coming from discipline. Yeah. Discipline leads it into routine and then routine leads into ideas and ideas lead into execution yeah you gotta so stress your I've brain been, out that's what as, i've been doing as little as possible because in this in this area it's there's a lot of stress so any stress that you can alleviate out of your brain by having discipline and schedules and a routine yeah cannot express how important that is it's like the difference between noise and music yeah yeah, it's the difference the between you putting 
me on a piano and then putting Stevie Wonder on a piano. <laughs> I'm gonna be sitting there like, oh, how do I play one key that sounds good? <laughs> right. Exactly. But uh, I think that actually leads me into a topic that I wanted to talk about that I meant to ask you about. The importance of uh, podcasts and the importance of audiobooks. It's funny that you bring up not listening to music because even though I make my own music, I still barely listen to music now. Music is kind of like a reward to me. Or like Beautiful. Fridays, albums come out, I listen to music on Fridays uh-huh. a lot, you know. Um, but it's mostly just podcasts, you know. I was just listening to Business Outlaws on the way here, and they were talking about, you know, um, making it in fringe business. Fringe business, what they were specifically talking about is like things on like the cusp of legality, basically. Okay. So they had a guest, I can't remember his name, but he was the uh, creator of AVN, Adult Video News, or Network, um, adult movies and stuff like that. Porn. Yep, porn. So he um, basically was just talking about how he had, had success in that and how it's transferring into the cannabis industry now because it's another fringe industry. You know, it's one of those things where you're, you're kind of teetering in a gray area yeah. And you got it like changing with the laws that are changing, and just hoping the FBI doesn't kick in your door. And that's basically what it talked about. You know, like being able to create SEO in a market that uh, is difficult to advertise because there's, there's loopholes and everything, like with cannabis, right? I can't run any ad on Facebook that has to do with cannabis. It's just every time I do, every time I submit it, and I actually have one of my uh, Facebook ad accounts shut down because I submitted too many, anything with a pot leaf, anything with a pipe, anything with anything to do with fucking cannabis, it's ridiculous. It's one of the things that Facebook needs to change. I'm not complaining, I'm just saying Facebook, I'll spend a lot more money on advertisement if you just change this, and yeah. so will a lot of other people. Um, I don't really understand that either because in the back of my mind Facebook owns Instagram and Instagram has a whole section for cannabis influencers yeah so how are you making money off cannabis influencers but also shutting us down on another platform it's it's all fucky um, where was I going with that oh so yeah it's basically just about like taking the, the right risks and everything and you know it goes back to my point I was making how important podcasts are and everything yeah Almost every podcast I listen to, I could take at least one bit of information and bring it to myself. You know, whether it's Business Outlaws or Gary Vee or even the Joe Budden podcast. Like, I listen to that. That's like my laugh for the week. You know, yeah. it's a two, three hour podcast. I put that on and they talk about a lot of music stuff. My love for music hasn't gone away, you know? No, never. So it's nice to be able to like listen to something like that. And it's also like guy talk, you know? Right. It's kind of, music is kind of like, some, sometimes when you listen to music, it's a break, you know? It, it leaves, it puts something in your mind so that you don't have to think. You're listening to music. Yep. Or sometimes people think and listen to music, but most of the time for me, I find that it just, it's something for my mind to hold on to while I'm driving. Yep. So I kind of translated that into wasted time. But the real, another really important thing about podcasts other than it teaching you and you learning and taking away from it yep. is that exactly what you just said, guy talk. It's talking conversation 
uh, speaking to other people is a skill. Yep. It's a skill that you need to have. And sometimes in, in people's day, they don't have that communication all the time. Maybe they're, they're sitting at a desk, they're filing things or what have you. Mm -hmm. They're not in constant communication. So listening to podcasts Helps a lot. can kind of like, it's almost, no. I bet you could, you could look at like those colorful pictures of the brain while someone's having a conversation and while someone's listening to a podcast. And I bet they'll be very similar because it, it kind of practices, it trains your mind to be in a conversation even though you're not in the conversation. And that goes back into doing a podcast. Yep. It's the same thing. It, it gets your brain used to having sentence structure, used to having um, a flow in the, in the way that you speak, where normally if you didn't talk to anyone ever and you just sat in your room or just listened to music all the time, you're not going to have that. Yep. So podcasts are doing a really amazing, amazing thing. Podcasts, I think, are becoming one of the most important business tools for anybody looking to do anything entrepreneurial. You know, you can find a podcast that has to do with your niche, or at least, you know, something within your business that you're doing that people are going to be talking about. Yeah, something that interests you. Exactly. And the, the whole thing is, another thing about podcasts is that it stimulates that interest because... They might be talking about something like, oh, that's really interesting, that's really neat. And that sets a path, yep. a, a train of thought that may lead to something great. So it's all about just probing, probing the mind, probing the brain for new things. Yeah. You always got to look for some kind of new inspiration um, in life. You know, like you were talking about just going to sit and watch a sunset and how it helped your mind just think of some new ideas, you know, or clarify ideas that you already have and finish them up because the brain is just like it's we don't I still we, we don't understand everything about the brain we'll never understand everything about the no. brain it just does so many things like I know for myself I can listen to music talk to somebody and have thoughts in my head all at the same time like how how am I able to register music and what they're saying, and I have three or four thoughts swirling in there. Like, yeah. how does that even happen? <laughs> you know? It's, it's kind of like sitting at a busy restaurant and you're talking to somebody across the table. There's a hundred other conversations going on, music, uh, people yelling in the kitchen, but mm. you're solely focused. On that and it's easy, it's not hard. It's not hard to have a conversation in a busy room as long as you can, you can actually hear. Yeah. But the brain, is, it's, it is such a fascinating tool. It's an incredible thing. Maybe one day we'll understand everything about it, but I doubt I it. Think, <laughs> I think one day, I, actually, I, don't, I didn't come up with this thought. A lot of smart people did, and they, they firmly believe that one day computers will be integrated with brain. Yeah, AI and human brain. Yeah. Mm. Imagine just being able to think at the rate of a computer yeah, naturally. Yeah. Man, I wonder what this is instead of Google searching your, your brain yeah. is just like here's the answer <laughs> you are Google oh man that would be really dangerous though too could be but hey with every danger there's going to be good yeah. stuff involved with every too. question there's another question yeah with every question good. answered um, so I think that's probably yeah. about good do you have, do you have anything up. coming up that you want to talk about um, no just keep keep an ear out for the next Token Dead podcast. Mm. Are you, you're going to do another one with them? 
Definitely. Cool. Yeah. I mean, we haven't we haven't written it down yet. True. We haven't scheduled it, but it's coming. Next year is going to be no doubt. We're going to have so many interviews next year, guys. Like I really can't even I can't even iterate that enough. You know, like we're going to be talking to everybody. Everybody. Like you're going to get an interview. You get an interview, and you get an interview, and you get an interview. <laughs> right. Everybody. So more the better. Thank you, uh, thank you all again. I cannot thank you enough for listening to us and watching us. It means the world that you know more and more people are listening to us every week. It also lets us know that we're doing the right things. We're always, always, always looking to improve this podcast. So if you're listening or watching, let us know in the comments or email us or let us know on Instagram. Let us know somehow how we can make this better. Every little tiny, you know, improvement to the show has come from feedback from somebody Absolutely. or from us you know we cannot thank you guys enough make sure you hit subscribe if you're listening on 